Hello, I'm Dave Manuel. And I'm Paula Jordan. And together, we're going to be hosting SD33 Chill Talks. We want to use this podcast to strengthen the connections in our district. And to tell the amazing stories of the people who work in our organization. Morning, Paula. Good morning, Dave. How are you this morning? How many weeks left? Just two? That's really crazy. <laughs> it is. It how, is. I'm not sure how it's possible we've landed in the middle yes. of June, really. Yes, we are. Yeah. Although yeah. it does feel a little bit, um, I am a little bit extra tired, yeah. um, you know, this week in particular, because there's been some late nights. Okay, so what were you doing in your late nights? Well, just with respect, you know, awards nights and convocation yes. is happening now for our secondary schools. So, yeah, that's contributed to some of the, yeah. Well, that's a good, night. that's a good introduction mm-hmm. to our guest today. Today we have Corley Salties here. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us, Corley. <laughs> so Corley, do you want to tell us a little bit about your role here? And we're at CSS. Oh yeah, we should have mentioned that. Yeah. Sure, I'd love to talk a little bit about that. So um, I'm in the uh, career advisor at CSS, but um, I can speak kind of about what all the other career advisors at um, the other schools do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, really, essentially, our role is helping students with their career life exploration. Um, we we provide resources and um, we bring in different representatives from schools and business. Um, and through our career life, career education class now, um, we provide um, just different opportunities for students to engage with um, either work experience or um, um, looking into different programs at universities. So like I say, I mean, this sometimes it looks like university, but sometimes it looks like apprenticeship or job training. It really can look like different things. And really our job is just to help students with um, not just the first step after high school, but the many steps mm-hmm. by providing them with the right resources. So that's what many of our um, uh, career advisors in the district do. Um, as well, it's one piece. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Another piece well, would be the awards ceremony, yeah. right? Which is um, a very big and formal event, but really it's um, a accumulation of all the hard work that's been yes. done in the years previous. And it is that moment where um, we do get to celebrate. Um, it, it's a perfect example of partners in learning, actually, because mm-hmm. we have educators and parents and the community partners just celebrating student achievement. Yes. Um, but like we know, it took a lot to get to that point. Mm-hmm. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick it up there. So we did see um, in the different uh, celebrations, like thousands and thousands of dollars going out to our kids and we're clapping and we're super excited. I want, a little bit, I want to know a little bit about what happens behind the scenes. Like, How does that get started in the work that you do with some of our students that are getting these big awards either into um, as they transition into trades programs or into post-secondary academic programs? What do, how do you guys find, in your role, how do you find those kids and support them? Sure. So, um, so I'll give you a little example of um, kind of how, how that works. So, and it works backwards. So, <laughs> like some like most things. things. Yeah. Yes. So at that awards evening that um, you guys were at um, Wednesday night, 
we have grade nines and tens and elevens sitting in the audience and watching these students yes. win these awards. And that is that powerful recognition mm-hmm. of that it allows for these students to um, it gives them an opportunity to profile award winners at their schools, their, each of their schools. And this can be a real driver for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they'll do is they'll sit in the audience and they'll be like, wow, you know, I want to win that award or how do I win mm-hmm. that award? So um, one of the first steps is they will come to see see me or their counselor and, um, and ask. So that is one way through that event. And then, of course, we really reach out to students through um, the career, the career and nine program, the career 10 program and the 11. Uh, and then, you know, there is a meeting in September for um, grade 12 students. Um, it's called a financial awards evening. And we get parents and students come out to that. Um, and really, it's just an informational session um, about if you're thinking about joining this program, here's what it entails. Uh, so, and then of course there is the, the link between students, um, applying and needing help with their post-secondary planning, Mm -hmm. you know, um, going to UFV and, um, making sure they have the right courses. It really starts right there. And then the question is, what's your plan? How, how are you going to, um, to finance Mm -hmm. your plan? And then, of course, that links into financial awards. So it's kind of a um, mm-hmm. a, a really um, scaffolded process. Yes. Yes. Thank yeah. you, Paula. Yeah. Well, so here's here's a, so Paula's kids are are young, and mine. I've got two that are at you know already in university, but I got as you know I got five, so I got a lot yes. of you know financial <laughs> needs along the way. <laughs> <laughs> what what advice would you give parents that are that are kind of either early in the stage thinking about how are they going to fund these university or trades or different programs? Yeah, that's a great question, Dave. So one of the things um, actually um, uh, have run a program called Parents as Career Coaches, and so what that really is is um, actually it came from the universities recognizing that in the last you know, five to ten years, um, the role of parents um, with their child and and the involvement all the way into university, um, it was actually came into existence because universities, I'm to be frank, needed to put some boundaries on parents um, in first year university. And so what ended up happening was is um, kind of educating parents on, you know, what are ways to support your student or your child, sorry, but also um, allowing them the room to navigate and um, go into the next step um, a little more independently. Mm-hmm. And so with that, we started this Parents as Career Coaches, which does start in high school. Um, and that is one of the pointers that um, the tips that we give is that, you know, really it's just communication. Mm-hmm. Um, have that conversation with your child that says, okay, so mom and dad have saved $2,000 for your post-secondary. Um, and your plan is to go into this program. Um, it looks like that will cost you about um, 8000 if you stay at home or, you know, 12000 to 
17,000 if you go away, you know, have that frank conversation about, well, so what's your plan? What's our plan for the rest of that money? How are you going to pay, pay for that? Mm -hmm. Whether that be part-time job or going part-time or maybe staying at home for a couple of more years so then you don't have to pay for accommodation later. Um, you know, each each student has a different fit um, for their post-secondary plan and resources and finances um, play a big role in that, in that decision making. But that doesn't mean to say that if you are under-resourced that these doors are closed to you. On the contrary, there are lots of different ways to um, supplement that. And that is just being knowing the resources that are out there. Mm -hmm. So the onus is on us to help students um, and families have that information so mm -hmm. they, they can move forward better informed to make those decisions with their with their student yeah. child. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Does nice that make sense? Parent. Totally it makes sense. Yeah. 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 I'm interested a little bit, Corley, because um, as in in well for both Dave and I in our previous parts of our educational career as, as secondary counselors, the amount of time that it takes to put together those application packages uh, for, um, for scholarships. Can you talk a little bit about that, like the, the process that a student would go through, putting those packages together and the amount of time and, and maybe what's included in those packages? Yes, for yeah. sure. So, you know, we really encourage students um, right from the get-go, and once again, that actually comes through um, our career classes. So I go into each of our career classes, and I speak to post-secondary as well as um, the financial awards, because they're linked. And um, uh, it, it really is getting involved in your school and your community. This is such a big piece that you know we say it every year and then of course we have a lot of volunteer opportunities that are advertised and if if i can't say anything else that would be the biggest thing is is try your best to be involved in the, your school culture and your community as much as possible mm -hmm. not only does that prepare you for a life of being connected to your community? But it does look really good on your financial yeah. awards application. Mm -hmm. The awards application is um, uh, it is pretty straightforward. I mean, they want the information. Donors want to know, um, you know, what your plan is. It doesn't have to be I'm going to be a nurse. It could just be a Bachelor of Arts, mm -hmm. right? They just want to know, though, that you have a fairly focused idea of what the next couple of years are going to look like. So if they choose to award you the money, they can be assured that it's going to be spent. Mm -hmm. And um, so you're going to list out, you know, possibility, possible post-secondary places and um, programs. And then you're going to provide information like a career statement. And the career statement looks a little bit like a conversation on paper. Mm -hmm. They would like to know a little bit about you and, you know, where have you been, what are you doing, and what your plan is. Mm -hmm. And with a personal twist, at the end of the career statement, I always tell students, we would like them to read it and go, wow. I'd like to meet this person. Mm -hmm. yeah, That's advice. the idea, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And um, and then they list out the their involvement in school and their involvement in the community. And then, of course, they look at their grades, but grades are not everything. It is just one little piece mm -hmm. of that. So that's 
kind of uh, the application in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. They also need to provide some reference letters. Um, so people that they've worked for or people at the school that can really just attest to, to them being that hard worker or that responsible student that they say they are. Mm -hmm. yeah, so Corley, without going into a name, is there a particular experience here where you'd be like really proud of what this student was able to accomplish or get through awards? Um, yeah, I can think of so many actually, mm -hmm. Dave. Mm -hmm. So um, it's actually one of the most, the more um, gratifying pieces of my job. And um, I'll just give you a little history. So I started out as um, an EA, but then I was a child youth worker for eight years mm -hmm. um, in the district. And, and actually before that, I was a district behavior facilitator. So I got to see a lot of students at, at a young age, mostly elementary. Mm -hmm. um, I've been in this role for the last eight years, and which was truly a surprise was some of the students that I had worked with at some of the schools in kindergarten were graduating. Mm. And I've actually seen those kids, mm. and I continue to. And some of these students I know very well from at a very young age, and um, they have had some challenges. And seeing them graduate, A, is, um, is truly wonderful. But then seeing them have plans for post-secondary and win some financial awards mm -hmm. um, is, um, is truly heartwarming. Mm -hmm. um, one of the bigger awards that actually Chilliwack has won for the last eight years is called the C. Molik Award. Mm -hmm. And actually our two biggest winners, the BD Luminaires and the C. Molik um, from this year are worth over $40,000. Mm -hmm. So that pays for their wow. full undergrad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And those are for overcoming adversity. Mm -hmm. And so um, working with those students and preparing um, a bit more of an intense application and then having them win that has been mm -hmm. um, really meaningful. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to th thank you. I, I think this was almost mean I know. After after doing uh, the whole award ceremony, that and we then now we prepping also for convocation because that's tomorrow. Carly. That's yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. But but I really want to thank you for taking time because it is meaningful and really appreciate. I really appreciate it also. You know your story of linking it back to the early days. I, I wish we could share those stories more, right, mm -hmm. with people yeah. across the district. Yeah, and the way that you're able to connect students with their passion and scaffold them to see that hey, this is it is it's possible. Here are the possibilities out here, and 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 how we can, um, you know, through the processes that exist at school, whether it's through financial awards or application processes, you can help them get there. So, yeah. Thank it's you inspiring. so much for your time. Yeah. Thank you, Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Corley. Thank you. Bye. Well, Paula, that's another SD33 Chill Talks. In the books. Thanks, Dave. Until next time, everyone. <laughs>